Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome to Base Babe Syndicate. I'm Flowey Chloe. And I'm the Princess Raver, and this is our first official episode. We are so excited and also a little bit nervous, but we're ready to get into it. Today's episode is all about how we got into raving. Chloe got into raving a lot earlier than I did. Yeah, so I, like I said in the intro, I started going to shows when I was about 14. I had my little girl squad, and one day they asked if I wanted to go to this mini festival in Philadelphia called Mad Decent, and I didn't really know anything about it, but I was like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm down to go. Wait, what year is that? In school? Seventh Between grade, freshman six... and sophomore year. Of high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I went, and I loved it. The vibes were unlike any concert I had been to before. I feel like sometimes when you go to regular concerts, people are, they're just drunk, and they're kind of mm -hmm. mean, and you can't get far in the crowd because they yell at you and push you, and the vibes were nothing like that. It was just positivity and dancing and fun, and I just fell in love with it. And ever since then, I've just started going to shows and never stopped. I remember my second show I went to, Excision, was playing. Started <laughs> That's my a love pretty good second dubstep, show. I but I think that really shows how much of an impact the community has on you, not just the artist. I definitely agree. I feel like when I play EDM around my non-EDM friends, some of them are like, I don't understand how you can listen to this yeah. until they go to their first show. And then they, they really understand how going to have the live experience really changes your whole impact of experiencing the music in general. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. It's more than just a music genre. It's a community of people. Exactly, yeah. So Steph, tell us about you. For me, my story's a little bit different. When I was in high school, my brother was really into house music, and I remember him playing it in the car, and it was the first time I was really exposed to it, and I was like, what is this? I thought it was kind of weird. And then I, I honestly don't know what happened, but take me to freshman year of college, and then I got into dubstep, and now he thinks I'm the one who's weird. <laughs> I went to Night Nation Run in Pittsburgh, which is basically a little marathon, and they have some DJs playing, and it's more lighter EDM, fun EDM that appeals to a bigger crowd of people, but I had so much fun there. And then I had seen Martin Garrix at Firefly, and then I discovered EDM Train. Oh yeah, best website ever, yes. telling you where all the shows are at. Exactly, so if you haven't heard of EDM Train and you're into fest, go to edmtrain.com and it tells you all the upcoming shows near you, and Pittsburgh actually has a lot. So freshman year, I saw that Valentino Khan and Zomboy were coming, Ooh. and I did not know anyone, I, this was before I knew Chloe, and I didn't know anyone into raves, and I am someone who very much will just do what I want, and I don't mind being alone, I like being alone, so I just went to the show alone, and I ambled on up to the front, and everyone around me talked to me, I had so much fun, and then I saw there was another show coming a month later, my first show was around October, I believe, and then BTSM was coming around November. And this is when Chloe and I met. Yeah. And if you don't know who BTSM is, stands for Black Tiger Sex Machine and dubstep genre, but more high energy, just really fun and awesome. Yeah, so amazing. And so, Chloe, tell us, tell everyone how, how we met in class and in the library. Oh, yes. So, <laughs> oh, and TIP. Oh, yes. So we were in a club together um, called the Imagination Project. It was a really awesome club at Pitt. They would have the members dress up like princes or princesses, superheroes, and go to children's hospitals and events for kids, and it was really great. And in that club, they needed people to do the makeup for the characters, and Steph and I both signed up for that, and we didn't know each other at the time, but... But I thought she was so cool. <laughs> yeah, and I met Steph once, and I thought she was super cool, and I saw her at the library one day, and I was like, I really want to be friends with this girl, so I just said, you know what? 
heck it and I walk up to her and I said I think you're super pretty super awesome and I really want to be friends and it made me so giddy and smiley because I was like oh my gosh like I wanted to be friends with you <laughs> I was sitting alone and I specifically remember this day because she just came right on up to me and I was just like oh my gosh and then ever since we were besties and then to tie in the raving part we ended up having a class together that semester at the beginning of the year we did in what are those called Icebreakers. Ice yeah, icebreakers. Ice and we had to say a fun fact about us. And this was after I had been to my first show and I said I liked raves. And Chloe sat right behind me and she tapped my shoulder and she said, You like raves? I like raves. And the rest <laughs> is history. And the rest <laughs> is history. Yep. But to begin that history, we went to our first show together. So, little freshman us go to our first show and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was some... Oh, Sullivan King was there. Yeah, he was oh, there! <laughs> Wait, this is so funny because we didn't know Sullivan King at the time yet, and we were looking at the lineup and who was going to be playing, and both of us were like, oh, like, seems interesting, but we didn't know that it would really be someone we were particularly interested in. And we came in during his set, and we both looked at each other, and we were like, oh my gosh! And we were like, what is this filthy, awesome stuff yeah, going on? Yeah, and now I know that I've seen him at least five times. We go to all of his shows. Yeah, he's a fave. He's so... a hot topic around here. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. And yeah, that was the story of our first show together, and now we have gone to pretty much every single show that comes to Pittsburgh. It's kind of around every other week or so, at least like two to four times a month, I would say. It really yeah. just depends on the month. In the before times, of course, pre-COVID. Oh, yeah. So now we haven't been to a show in a very long time. We went to one drive-in in Butler, um, which is right outside of Pittsburgh, in October and one in August, yeah. I believe. Mm -hmm. It's now in January. <laughs> so sad. Shed a tear for us. Like we said, the rest has been history for us. It has now been, at least that we've been raving together, this is our fourth or fifth year, and it really changed both of our lives. Chloe, do you want to talk a bit about your experience with that? Yeah, so I actually feel quite lucky to have found it in high school because I know high school is a time where a lot of people are just angry and confused and <laughs> hormonal and trying yep. to figure themselves out, and I just feel like going to the EDM environment where people there are just so open and accepting and all they want to do is just dance and have fun and be themselves really. You can be exactly who you are, dance as crazy as you want, dress however you want and the environment is just so open and accepting and for somebody who is in a place like high school where that can be hard sometimes, I just feel like it was really, really great to have found a community like that where you know that you're accepted and that's part of what makes you really fall in love with the scene and it really did change my life because it just reminded me that I can be who I am and it doesn't really matter what anybody else's opinion of it is. And I think what's so weird and ironic is there is such a negative stigma around ravers for some reason when in reality, they are the nicest people I have ever met. At a festival, you can talk to anyone. You try to do that on the street and people look at people you like, like you're oh. crazy. <laughs> Get away from You're me. like, oh. <laughs> And I really echo what Chloe just said about it being super important around the time of adolescence. And for me, I found it after high school. And I'm really grateful that it came for me during that time right out of high school because in my first semester of college, I did have a little bit of a rough time, just still trying to figure out who my friends were and finding the right friend group, you know. And in high school, I didn't have the best or greatest relationships, and I'd come home from school crying a lot 
And I felt like there was something wrong with me. And when I found Chloe and I found raving, that's really when I feel like I really blossomed into my personality. And also... Which is a shining star. (laughs) A shining, beautiful, sparkly star. And I feel like I can be myself and be that glittery, shining star because everyone's there to support you, whether that's your personality or your outfits, literally anything. And this isn't as serious of a thing, just kind of something I laugh about, but being able to rave made me find a balance of how to style myself. And what I mean by that is in high school, I had two styles, either very girly or very edgy, like all black studs, pointy things, not very normal high school outfit. And one day I would come in wearing a floral dress with bows in my hair, and the next day I would come in honestly looking a little borderline scary. Live your life, girl. (laughs) Live your life. Live your truth. I was confused. I liked both styles, but I didn't really have one prominent one. And I feel like now it's very nice for me that I know I have a very girly style, but I can express that edgy style in my rave clothes. And it just helps me, I don't know how to describe it, but categorize my clothes. I don't know. I don't feel confused. Like, I know my style, and I feel like raving gives me a way to express both of those styles. You should see her room. Her clothes are under her bed and her rave clothes are in her big dress. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta prioritize the rave clothes. So, yeah, raving changed both of our lives for the better. Definitely. You want to say one of your favorite things about raving? Heck yeah. (laughs) Um, I think we both really hit on the importance of raving for us and I feel like my favorite thing really, just to sum it up, is having an accepting community I feel like I can be myself, and if I didn't have this community, I'm honestly not sure that I would feel free to be my most honest, true self, and I have confidence that there will always be people who accept me, who accept others, who have open minds, who aren't negative people, because I really cannot stand and will not stand for treating other people poorly. I love having this accepting community. I totally agree. I have to say that's probably my favorite thing about it, too, is Mm -hmm. that, you know, you can be exactly who you are without people judging you, and there are always going to be people who have something to say, but having that group of people to tell you that it doesn't matter is so important, and it's just nice to have the validation from others who are like-minded, and nowadays, almost all of my closest friends are (laughs) in the community. And that's why Chloe and I are besties. I feel like everything you just said is how I feel about you. (laughs) I feel like Chloe is like a sister to me, and I really value that relationship I have with her. I would have to, I would have to second that statement. (laughs) Good. So before we end our first episode, as we said in the introduction, we're going to be having a segment at the end called Creator Corner, where we're going to be highlighting a creator within the EDM community. And for our first week, we're going to be having our friend Taylor, who goes by the name Lazy Hands for her art, telling us about what she does. And I met Taylor at Pitt. She is a hooper. And I actually met her because I was walking home from class and saw a girl carrying a hoop. And I ran up to her and said, uh, you hoop? Hello, let's be (laughs) friends. And... From there, you know, we started our flow squad, and we actually started a club at Pitt called the Flow Arts Club, and from there, she's just been an awesome friend to have and a great person to add into our little rave squad. So, Taylor, you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, hi, I'm Taylor. I am a photographer, a hula hooper, I'm a teacher, and I'm also a crochet artist. Wow. 
do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our friend Taylor. She is amazing, as you can already tell. So today we're going to be chatting a little bit about her crochet in particular, although a little hint at the future, she will be coming back to talk <laughs> about more. But for now, could you tell us a little bit about your crochet and when you started? Yeah, so I learned how to crochet right before last Christmas. I was taught by a friend, and I really kicked off making things and really like learning how to make things during quarantine. It was perfect time to get, yeah, to get invested in a new hobby, you know? Um, but yeah, it was, it was something that I just really loved and right off the bat I started doing it a ton. So what kind of things did you make when you started? I first started with little bralettes. I feel like Ooh, um, it was like I saw them all over Pinterest. I wanted to make them. A lot mm -hmm. of them were really scary. Like they were I, I was about to say, I feel like that's a hard thing to start with. Yeah, I, I shot big. Am yeah, <laughs> I? Yeah, and they turned out a little funky, but I eventually grew to start making sweaters and shorts and skirts and a few other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like what you've been making has transformed over the past couple months, or year, I guess. Yeah. It's so it's been a year since quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a year since I've learned and almost a year since I've been really diving into it. So um, I feel like through the months that I've been learning to crochet, I've really gained a lot of confidence and been able to start combating harder and bigger projects and mm -hmm. trying freehand and moving away from pattern work or trying to copy others which has been really, really fun and challenging. Yeah. Is crochet the main, like, needle, I don't know if this is the right term, but needle work that you do, or have you ever done, um... Knitting. Knitting, <laughs> yes, I was like, what's that one called? I tried knitting, like, a month ago, and mm -hmm. I couldn't get it. I have mad respect for knitters, <laughs> because I don't understand it, but they say the same thing about crochet, so mm -hmm. maybe one day I'll Yeah, that's how I felt, because I knitted a long time ago and I felt like crochet seemed a lot harder <laughs> yeah you can definitely transfer those skills over yeah. with enough practice though so obviously you love the EDM community so how do you plan on combining your love for crocheting with festivals and working that all in together um, so when I first started actually being able to make things with crochet I was immediately inspired by festival outfits and festival fashion and just making pieces that are bright and fun and lively um have that free spirited yeah vibe. Mm -hmm. free spirited vibe for sure um <laughs> but I eventually would love to go and sell at festivals I think that'd be sweet but mm -hmm. yeah most of my pieces are definitely aimed to th at things that could be worn at festivals cool. <laughs> I have a question how do you get into that how do you become a vendor at a festival do you just I, apply or? I think you have to apply I think yeah I think there's probably like a down payment and you just get a booth mm -hmm. and get to go, but they're probably picky. So yeah. hopefully in the next well, like I 10 keep years. Your, <laughs> yeah, keep, keep your eyes peeled for, for crochet by lazy hands yeah. out there at your next festival. <laughs> yes. So until festival season returns, where can we find your artwork? So I'm mostly selling on Instagram right now. My Instagram is lazyhands, but eventually I hope to move on to Etsy, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> so make sure that you keep your eyes peeled for not only festivals, but also Etsy. And in future episodes, like I mentioned earlier, Taylor will be joining us again because there is a lot more in store to chat <laughs> about her. She is very involved in the EDM festival community, so we are very excited to chat more with her. But thank you so much for joining us.
joining us thanks today, for Taylor. having me and if you're not sure uh, how to spell her name or anything we'll put it in the description for you to take a look thank you guys so so much for listening to our very first, first episode, episode of base syndicate we are so excited to be sharing everything with you guys we have so many fun episodes and wonderful guests planned to share with you all in the future we will see you all next Saturday at 1 p.m., but until then, check us out on Instagram at Syndicate and find me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at The Princess Raver. And you can find my Instagram at flowy underscore Chloe on Instagram and TikTok as well. And remember, keep on headbanging. Bye, Bass Babes.